and welcome to another episode of Untraditionally Traditional, a podcast with me, Brittany Duncan, a millennial homemaker. Join me each week as I share all the things I've learned that make keeping your home, garden, and life running smoothly all while working. If you're enjoying the podcast, please be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcasting app so you get the episodes downloaded straight to you every Monday. Now, on to today's episode. Hello, and welcome back to Untraditionally Traditional, a Millennial Homemaker podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Duncan here, and it feels like it's been a while since I've talked to y'all, and that is because I had pre-recorded some episodes to release while I was away with my husband, Johnson, in Peru. And we just got back yesterday. We had the absolute best time. We went for, let's see, just over a week. I think it was about... Uh, nine days, including our, our travel days, which were pretty long, but we were able to see Lima and Cusco and Machu Picchu Pueblo, and all of it was just, it lived up to my expectations. If you know me personally, you know that Peru has been on my bucket list since travel was something I could understand as a concept as a child. I've always wanted to go. I've always wanted to see Machu Picchu. I just loved the culture and theory and now having been there I it's probably my favorite place I've ever been the people are amazingly kind so sweet so full of life um, just humble and and focus on family and the simple things in life Uh, the food is phenomenal I'm a big foodie I love to cook so uh yeah, just Peruvian food is every meal we had was just mwah, chef's kiffs, fabulous. Couldn't couldn't get over it. Um, but yeah, so we traveled last not last night Sunday night. It's Monday now. We traveled through the night um, on Saturday. Arrived kind of mid afternoon on Sunday. I'm back in Boise. I had planned to record this yesterday, but if you've taken a red eye, you know how that goes and. If you know, Johnson and I were also obsessed with our Golden Retriever, Sage, and having not been with her for, I think this is the longest we've ever left her, felt like we just needed to cuddle her and give her all the love. Uh, And the chickens too, which have not laid an egg while we were gone. I was really hoping we'd come home to eggs, but they're close. They are getting really close. If you have chickens, you know about like the submissive chicken squat, which is where if you like put your hand over them, they kind of squat down to the ground um, being submissive which is what they would do if there were a rooster and so they're doing that so I think it's really getting close so still talking nicely to them praying for eggs so keep keep us in your thoughts and hopefully we'll have eggs soon Um, if you hear that my voice is a little bit raspy I think from lack of sleep and then just travel I contracted a little bit of a cold so I apologize for my deeper than normal raspy voice and uh, this episode is also being recorded off of some chicken scratch notes that I wrote midway on the red eyes so we'll see how this goes hopefully it makes sense. Uh, Today we're going to be talking about the standard rule of twos but I'm going to add some to that so the the episode title is rule of twos keeping your marriage alive and I'm recording this from the perspective of a married woman because that's the stage of life I'm in. If you're dating someone, you know, some of these will definitely apply. And if you're single, I think a lot of them can be 
uh, flipped to be self-love, you know, um, treating, treating yourself just because you're not in a marriage, you're not in a relationship does not mean that you don't get to do some of these things for yourself, or maybe you do them with a girlfriend instead or a good friend of yours. Um, but let's dive into it. So standard rule of twos, you may have heard of this. It's pretty common in, in marriage advice or, you know, um, those kind of guides. And what it is, is a date night every two weeks with your partner, a weekend away every two months and a week long vacation every two years. Why this topic is so, um, on the front of my mind is that Johnson and I just went on a week long vacation just the two of us it's only the second time ever in our marriage that we've traveled just the two of us other than like a weekend or camping or something like taking a true um vacation international travel that kind of thing um only the second time that we've done it and the first time was pretty quickly after we got married I think it was in our first year of marriage so we've been married for six years now And so this um, is the second time. So obviously we haven't done a week-long vacation, just the two of us every two years. Pandemic threw a lot of wrenches in that. Johnson was in um, several educational programs, getting his master's and studying for board certifications and all that stuff. We moved across the country. There's been a lot of busy seasons. Um, But having just come off of this vacation, it is so important and really refresh the importance of it for us and made me realize how significant it is to take time with just your partner not your family not your friends just the two of you to travel um johnson and i are both really close with our families and so we spend a lot of our vacation time visiting our various families we like to travel with friends we've done that a number of times But there's something different about just being the two of you traveling. My mom would say it to me all the time because um, it's something that she and my dad have made a priority is to travel just the two of them and really take that time together. And uh, I've always, you know, known it to be true, but it's just front of mind right now how important it is. So that's the standard rules of two. But there's also other rules that of two that Johnson and I do try to implement into our marriage that I think are really helpful as well. Some of them we've picked up from friends. Our um, minister that married us gave us a lot of advice during um, some pre-marriage sessions that we had done with him that we've carried through our marriage uh, and just other things that we found that we do that really help to keep our marriage happy and successful that I hope will help you too. Okay, so I'm going to kind of go down this list in terms of things that you do daily to things that you might do weekly to monthly, that kind of thing. Okay, first is to express your love for your partner verbally twice a day. How often do we just give the, you know, as they're walking out the door for work, I love you, and the before we're going to bed, love you, night. That's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about like truly talking to your partner about what you love about them. Um, you know, uh, g- giving them gratitude for something that they did for you that you appreciate. Like just showing that you actually see them and that you, um, you know, you do love them. What Talk to them about what you love about them. 
second thing that you should do daily, which isn't really a two, it's 20 minutes, but in kind of, you know, world of twos, it's, it's working, I think. 20 minutes of undivided attention. And I know this doesn't sound like a lot, but how distracted are we, right? Like we're reading something and we're talking, or we're looking at our phone and we're talking, or we're passively watching television and talking to each other, or playing with the dog and talking to each other. I'm talking about undivided attention, like really looking at each other, listening, seeing each other once a day. That was something that I really noticed on this trip to Peru was just looking at Johnson. And that sounds so weird, but we, in the morning, you know, we wake up early. We're both rushing around to get our day started. Um, We do sit down to breakfast at the table with each other every morning but you know you're kind of half asleep and still like getting ready for the day checking the time you know Johnson's got to be to work on time all those things I noticed when we were on vacation just getting an afternoon coffee and sitting across a table from each other and like looking at him how nice it was like how I could actually just sit there and talk we didn't have an agenda we I could just truly see him and him see me and us look at each other and talk and I know that sounds so weird but it's something that I noticed that we don't do a lot even though we spend a lot of time together we are passively spending time together we're doing something else while we're talking my mind is doing three things at once while I'm having a conversation which not only is incredibly rude but it doesn't give us the marital connection that we're looking for so 20 minutes truly listening, seeing each other, talking about your day, talking about what's on their mind with not being distracted by anything. Okay, second one is two 20-second hugs per day. Johnson and I are really good about this. We're big huggers, or at least with each other. Johnson is not a a public hugger um, with other people, but we do um, show each other affection through hugs a lot. And reading about this oxytocin it's called the bonding hormone and it's a very important feel-good hormone that we have within the body and research tells us that when we hug for 20 seconds or more this oxytocin is released Um, less than that it's not released so hugging for 20 seconds or more gives us oxytocin which inspires the feeling of meaningful connection for others it's linked to reducing our blood pressure it's linked to uh, reducing the risk of heart disease it's called the happy hormone um it there's nothing bad about hugging for 20 seconds and upping your oxytocin so do that connect two 20 second hugs a day um that's that's one of the things okay second is and I'm trying to keep this fairly PG for those of you that might be driving with kiddos in the car do what married couples do twice a week minimum put that out there okay twice a week serve your partner's love language if your partner's love language is physical touch you may have fulfilled that already from the last one Um, if they're words of affirmation Again, like number one was to express your love verbally for your partner twice a day. This is words of affirmation. You know, tell them exactly what you love about them. Um, This is a good practice anyway, because again, it's easy to fall into that I love you trap. The same way we say, I love coffee. I love pasta. 
I love those things, but an extremely small fraction of the way that I love Johnson. This is the problem with the American language, right? We overuse the word love like crazy. If you love everything, you love nothing. So explain to your partner what you love about them. And, and that will really serve their words of affirmation. But it's also really helpful, even if that's not their love language, for number one, when you're expressing your love for your partner. Um, okay, physical touch. If doing the thing that married couples do uh, twice a week, that could fulfill their um, love language if it's physical touch. But there's also other forms of physical touch um, that are not that that are you know small and mighty so don't underestimate the power of a 20 second back rub or a quick butt squeeze when you walk by your partner washing dishes at the sink it's a small subtle way to say i see you i love you i'm attracted to you and i'm here in a single movement if your partner's love language is time try and carve out some extra pockets of time to spend with them I promise that your partner will love you deeply and feel loved by you if you spend five minutes with them instead of scrolling through Instagram. Find those pockets. They're there. I know we all feel like we're jam-packed, busy, and, you know, sometimes scrolling through social media is our way to decompress. But at the end of the day, like, I, I mean, there are countless studies out there that say that, you know, social media does not help us decompress. It does not relieve stress. It cause us stress it gets us into the comparison game blah 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 blah. so save yourself that time and spend it with your partner and you both will be better for it um other love languages are acts of service and gift giving um and these can be small things okay like pick a flower from the garden and bring it to your wife buy your husband his favorite snack when you're at the grocery my dad frequently buys my mom her favorite candy and leaves it under her pillow. You know, just like this sweet gesture that's like, I was thinking about you today. Uh, leave a note for your partner on the bathroom mirror or on their coffee cup. The, the gifts don't have to be expensive to have great value. And, and the same goes for acts of service. Take out the trash. Vacuum if you see the floor is dirty. Pitch in without being asked or asking what to do. People are dumb especially women, and often when we are asked if there's anything we need help with, our immediate answer is no, or at least that's my scenario. Johnson all the time will be like, hey, what do you need help with? Oh, nothing, I'm good, even though my to-do list is miles long. I'm stressed out and pulling out my hair, um, but if he asks me, I, I'll say nothing, which is stupid and my own fault, right? Like that's, if you want help, ask for it, but do us a favor and just grab a task to help with rather than asking um ladies let me add the disclaimer that this doesn't always work in reverse um this is funny not funny but I thought that I was doing this like great access service saw that what I thought Johnson's tools were like totally disorganized and oh if I like organize these and get them to like where they fit and all the drawers are nice and closed and all their wrenches are together and all the sockets are together and all the screwdrivers are together. Um, he'll be so happy. That's such a great act of service. If you think your husband's tools are a mess and disorganized, do not, and I repeat, do not reorganize them into nice categories that make sense to you. That is an act of being a psycho and not an act of service and they will not love it. Um, 
honey, again, if you're listening, I'm so sorry for <laughs> reorganizing your tools. Um, he, Johnson was actually incredibly sweet about it, given the uh, level of frustration that I'm sure he felt internally. Um, as he explained to me that the bags that he had separated were for different types of tools. Some are for um, auto mechanic versus house tools versus outside tools versus all, all these different categories that don't make sense to me. In my head, all the wrenches go together and that's that. Um, anyway, so try to make sure that your acts of service are actually helpful to them. Um, you know, try to think it through. So those are the rules of twos. Recap, express love for your partner twice a day. 20 minutes a day, give your partner undivided attention. Hug your partner for 20 seconds twice a day. Do what married couples do twice a week minimum. Serve your partner's love language twice a week. Go out on a date night every two weeks. Spend a week in a way every two months. And if you can swing it, take that week-long vacation, just you and your spouse, every two years. Again, these things do not have to be expensive. You can go camping. You can do a staycation. Just taking time to be with your spouse outside of your normal grind of work and kids and friends and all those things, which are all great in their own way, spending time with just your spouse is incredibly lovely I am just so filled after being on this vacation I am regardless of my cold I have energy I'm like we we were together 24 7 for um 10 days and I'm still so excited for Johnson to get home from work today so it just is really important for your marriage to make time for these connections I hope you find these um tips helpful for the rule of twos I'm not perfect. These things don't all happen twice a day, twice a week, twice a month, twice every two years. This is a, a do your best, you know, good, better, best. Trying to do these things and making a conscious effort of it is better than just going through life and being like, oh, that's a lot of work. Um, if you value your partner, you value your marriage, you'll do these things. Anyway, if you have um, a marriage tip that helps you, that you have found has kept your marriage alive. I'd love to hear it. You can reach out to me on Instagram at untraditionally traditional pod. Um, I'd also love for you to rate and review the podcast if you are enjoying listening. It helps it to grow and for other listeners to find it. Um, I apologize if you can hear Sagey in the background. She's coming up to me saying it's time for her dinner. Um, so with that, I will leave you. Look forward to talking with you again next week. Thank you, everybody, for your loyal listenership and for sharing the podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode of Untraditionally Traditional. If you enjoy the podcast, please share it with those special people who would love it too and write a review. For more tips and photos of my home and garden, follow Untraditionally Traditional Pod on Instagram. Until next week, let's continue to make our homes places of joy and service to ourselves and those we share them with.